welcome to what you thought, I thought, and we thought was the all-national USA Purebred Dog Championships for 1995. We instead find ourselves at the Fisher-Palooza 95, held in the luxurious basement of the St. Francis Community Centre in Topeka, Kansas. This venue is uncomparable to anything you will find in the Midwest of America. It holds 50, maybe 55 people today, all of them crammed in in violation of a number of fire codes to see this wonderful day of fish championships. Yes, and it is packed as usual for any kind of competition such as this, but especially Fisherpalooza 95. And I would say normally this basement, it wouldn't fit any more than maybe 10 people with mattresses. Today we see every stain and every piece of carpet being stood on to see these majestic fish really engage with this competition, looking to put on their best performance. This is the final and only day of competition. We started with a field of two fish. Three fish remain. Who will win? Now, some of you may be a little confused as to how that might have occurred. Well, that's very simple. There is a guideline that states that no less than three may compete in the finals. As such, a non-competition fish has been entered by the name of Mungo Jerry. Now, Mungo Jerry is not the only fish that we will be judging today, nor will that be the only fish, fish that the judges take into consideration today. We also have Stomper and Helium 3. Now, Andrew, Helium 3 has quite the degree of pedigree. Would you mind catching us up on that? Helium 3, of course, is the next in the lineage of the Helium fish family. Now, the first one, Helium, of course, majestically won the 1987 Fisher-Palooza. I believe Hall of Famer as well. A Hall of Famer, the only Hall of Famer, until his son, Son of Helium, came along. Mm. And Son of Helium won, of course, 1991 through to 1992, and that, of course, brings us to now, where Helium 3 is ready to try and take the crown and make his forebears proud. Now, the betting markets do suggest that Helium 3 is the odds-on favourite today to sweep every judging criteria. Uh, Andrew, the judging criteria for today for our review is... We are going based accordingly, as we initially thought we were going to the Westminster Kennel Club's dog show, we were going via their, their metric. Now, we left the Book of Judgment at home, which, of course, you can get where all good books are found. Uh, but as we are in a short period, we don't have the Book of Judgment with which to reference for fish judging. We have just amended the dog show reviewing manners, and we will use those with which to judge a winner here today. And so first up in that criterion, Andrew, is... Balance. However, we decided with a conferral with the judges, with the other judging panels that were around, and of course with the organisers of Fisherpalooza, that we would change that to ballast, to keep in line with the current competition. Yes, so we really want to capture the spirit of both floating, swimming, uh, and other water-related activities. That we do. Now, first up, we obviously had Mungo Jerry, the late entry into this competition. Now, Mungo Jerry, uh, big silver to some of his friends, uh, he, he's got a Mark Spitz style uh, of water uh, pedigree. He really shows his up and down quite well. He's got fluid tail movement. He goes forwards, he goes backwards, he breathes in, he breathes out, out, and he doesn't die. Now, Mungo Jerry, I found, I found he was upright and forward moving. A decent opener for this hardy competitor. Mm, mm. It was, a, it was a, a, a clear sign that this late entry should have been an early entry. Now, we then moved on to Stomper early on in the ballast test, and I felt he was really displaying signs of great awkwardness. He was ball-esque, like a, uh, a tennis ball floating on the top of the ocean. He had no control, uh, and he, had, he was 
just completely disregarding the general laws of physics. I felt, as, as you did, that he was bobbing recklessly towards the surface in clear defiance of both modern society and the constraints of general existence for fish. Now, that is in stark contrast to Helium-3, whose, whose clear, strong genes and pedigree showed through here. He was the perfect floater. Fin-to-tail control. The perfect coordination of gills, fins, eyes and scales. I felt that he is redefining fishy, uh, fishing and swimming for all lucky enough to see it, the ace of the competition so far. He could be in any aquarium anywhere in the world and he, he would bring the people in droves. So I think we would give ballast points, uh, all the points to Helium 3, a respectable showing from Mungo, Jerry and Stomper, why did you even get out of bed this morning? Now, that brings us, of course, to weight. Now, some would say they would never weigh a fish. We just say they are not trying hard enough. Not at all. I actually reached into the tank earlier and gave all three a pretty good squeeze. Because, of course, those who do not know, Thomas possesses a perfect ability to guess the weight of something by merely holding it in his hand. I, I, I have been told I'm quite a good judge of uh, both weight and hand-holding abilities. Of course. Now, uh, Mungo Jerry... Uh, he, he I, when I grabbed him before, he, he, real solid muscle. I reckon he weighed around about that hundred grams. Maybe, maybe some extra attention to diet. Maybe a little bit more protein. Maybe a little bit more fish oil in that diet. But certainly, there's a uh, there, there's potential for him if he was in a lesser competition. I think uh, I think at the hundred, at hundred grams, he was sitting right where he needed to be. You know, he's yeah, he's not at the top of the pack, but he doesn't need to be at the top of the pack yet. There are far more important judging criteria coming along. Yeah, now, as I say, Mungo Jerry uh, put in a good showing. That's in great contrast to a Stomper. Uh, real lightweight when I reached in. Uh, lightweight in all regards. So lightweight that he probably passed out after having a Virgin Mary. I'd say he weighed around 50 grams, uh, and, that, and that was 50 grams of uh, depression and anxiety, I, I felt. I would say there was uh, 50 grams of... Uh, desolation and loneliness in there and I think it's something that maybe he's working through and this competition is a way to re you know to reinforce that so I would give him points for trying but then I would take those points away for him failing definitely the participation award probably wouldn't even uh, qualify here it was it was just a poor effort of course being you know undersized somewhat as we would say prior by the weight and, and that showed also in in size when when we measured it out to he was about three and a quarter inches uh, and as I put it, ever dwindling. He truly is the embodiment, though, of making up the numbers. Yeah, he was small league, the complete opposite of big league. Uh, there was a clear lack of gym time, lack of protein intake. Uh, there was no real life aspirations in that size. Uh, and, and he really didn't manage to put together any aspirations at all in the day that we saw him. However, Helium 3 was a majestic seven and a half inches. Mm. A size that anyone would be proud of. Absolutely anyone would be uh, proud of that. That's seven and a half inches of uncontrolled freedom. The benefits of the big tank school of fish growing. Uh, he's, he's had every opportunity and he is showing you that he is using them. Now that of course brought us through to eyes. Now I looked at Mungo Jerry and after a good five, ten minutes I noticed of course that he has that eye of the tiger in fish form. Definitely those eyes contained a clear constitution, but they were raised slightly and a little bit too far forward facing, so I think a predator could certainly sneak up on him. A predator is much like Stomper. Oh, and Stomper's eyes, as I said, from what I saw, and I, I, I remarked this to you, they, they look glassy, they look pale, as if to say, look at me, I'm dying. I mean, a bold choice, granted, but 
How that's going to translate in the competition, I don't know. Yeah, if you were um, if you were trying to take part and win a corpse lookalike competition, Stomper had it stitched up there. His eyes were goggle-esque, they were poor, they were so bad that be, he'd be expelled from his school of fish. Now, on the other hand, Helium 3, he, his eyes were streamlined. They had that clear constitution like Mungo Jerry, but... He didn't blink once, and that's the sign of a champion. That's a champion's effort. No blink. I didn't know a fish's eyes could, could see into my very soul like that. I mean, that was a transformative experience. And again, we, we conferred and we agreed that truly the points for that for eyes have to go to Helium 3. Now that takes us into the uh, next area of judgment. Uh, points for no one. It was ears. Uh, all lost points. There was absolutely no effort from any fish here to demonstrate ears. Uh, it's something they can look at in future competitions. Maybe. Yeah, I think maybe um, Helium-4, rumoured to be growing up in uh, the wastewater of a nuclear power plant, may be trying to improve on this. He may be the Great Grey Hope. Now, we get to head shape. Now, when we looked at the head shapes, and, and we, 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 we took at them from, from all angles as best we could, uh, we saw that Mungo Jerry's, I saw that Mungo Jerry's anyway, was, was proud, it was rugged, a hint of melancholy, but he was looking up. Yes, definitely. I, f I felt as though, as opposed to necessarily up, it was forward, forward-looking. A real sign of progress and ideas, hopes and dreams occupying this fish's head. A real political mind for a future that, really, Mungo Jerry could assist us with. Uh, we went to Stomper, and I found initially it was difficult to judge as he refused to sit upright. Uh, once he did, via, via the use of the net, uh, I noticed a lack of chin. It showed weak character and overall disappointment. Yeah, I felt his head was actually his body. There was a complete, a complete lack of neck uh, and definition. Uh, it was Jester-esque in that it made me laugh, not with him, but at him through the glass. I stood there laughing at this fish. Uh, you can never trust a person with no neck, and the same goes for a fish. He'll stab you in the back whenever it comes, uh, whenever the opportunity comes. Uh, he would be safe in an 1800 freak show, he would draw, he would sell tickets, and he would be, uh, you know, at the peak of his game there. But this isn't some Mickey Mouse show, this is the Fisherpalooza 95. You've got to put more effort into that head. You've got to put more effort into that head and get neck definition. And that led us, of course, to, well, so far he's really in the box seat, and that is Helium 3 with what I find as a textbook definition of a regal fish. Sleek lines and firm definition make this a real crowd pleaser. Yeah, it's a champion's head. The head of a champion, head for a champion, head with a champion. Uh, it was connected completely. There was no fraying or separation as we had seen with other fish contests in the past where heads had been removed. This was a completely connected head with defined neck. Uh, it was a radiant head. It was a glowing head. It's this kind of head I would love to get. And that leads us, of course, to whiskers. Now, some may say, well, how do whiskers play in? And whiskers play an important part, and I need you to shut your mouth on that aspect. Now, when that comes through, of course, we first come to Mungo Jerry, and I find that he had solid whiskature, if, like you would see on any premium goldfish. Now, Mungo Jerry's whiskers I would describe as Bushman-esque, uh, really styling to show that five o'clock shadow. The kind of whiskers that might be seen as a bit too ambitious and a little bit too showy in this category, and if he didn't have stiffer competition, he might win with that, but the, the effort really showed, but it didn't pay. 
bold difference of opinion. I like it. Um, but that brings us to, of course, Stomper. And I, I felt he, with his whiskers, you know, they were largely missing. Um, they're believed to be eaten by his own tank mates. Uh, sorry, state of affairs. Yeah, I think where we might have had some disagreements on Mungo Jerry, we were in agreement uh, here on Stomper. Uh, it reminded me of a prepubescent boy struggling to grow even a single strand. Uh, Stomper just just had the kind of face a uh, a waxer would be proud of, and as we know, this past decade of the 1980s and 1990s is all about the whiskers. It is, and that brings us, of course, through to Helium Three. And what more can you say, really? I mean. Lesser whiskers would be found on most tournament cats. Oh, yeah. It, it, it was pathetic. Effort. I mean, gleaming in the judge's light like the spire on St. Paul's Basilica there for, for Helium 3. Just a magnificent effort. Uh, I, I would completely agree that uh, Helium 3, he, he was carp-esque in his whiskers. Uh, the, the height of fish whiskers right there. It was Fu Manchu in style, and I felt the risk paid off right there. Oh, it was... It was a pattern and a style that hasn't been seen often in Fisher-Palooza, mm. but is welcomed. And that brings us through, of course, to teeth. Now, now Mungo Jerry, of course, he had none, so that was as expected. Now, Stomper had none. At this point, I decided upon a point deduction. It was the only course of action. However, we got to H3. Now, I, now you noticed something that I did not at this point, and yeah. I'd like to pass to you for that. Yeah, I did. I, I felt that on closer inspection, uh, H3 may have had some sort of artificial enhancements dare I say it, uh, some implants, maybe some dentures. I think I'll have to check that when I fill it in. Um, I think that uh, if he were to be augmented in this manner, it would be a real black eye to the sport. Mm, yes, but at, at this point, based on the fact that his eyes are completely clear and not black, uh, and we can't tell if they're fake teeth or real teeth, uh, points went to. They went, of course, to Helium 3 in that regard. Now that takes us to legs. Uh, now, again, all fish lost marks for this. It was It was a a poor day, a poor result for skipping leg day. They were completely legless, and they might even struggle in the land race uh, contest later in the year. Now, of course, they were all without legs, and I felt Stomper was without merit. Now that brings us to coat, or in this case, scaling. Now that's quality of, patterns within. Mm. Now, when I first looked at Mungo Jerry, I noticed an aesthetically pleasing pattern of muted cream and orange scales shaped by silver showing clearly how this competitor came to be in this contest. Certainly all those patterns were there, but I did notice it was slightly dulled and probably showed that he needed more fish oil in his diet to lift it. Of course. I mean, I felt that while not the flashiest, it again continues to impress nonetheless. Real solid effort. Again, we come across Stomper, and scales appeared to be removing themselves from his body, much like life also appeared to be doing. A shame, as before the judging, I held high hopes for this young competitor. Yeah, Stomper's uh, coat here, or his scaling here, was so poor that even Peter would support a descaling effort. I think that's just very straightforward and very true. Mm. Um, I think that brings us, of course, through to Helium 3, and as with his predecessors before him, a world-class fish, shine and body the likes of which Pantene would be jealous of. Yeah, a real sheen to the scales there. You could see your own future and his future unfold in the reflection there, and it was glorious. Uh, there may have been some polish, maybe some turtle wax to enhance it, but that was all within regulation. Uh, and that brings us, of course, to the final category here, which is almost, it's almost like it's a fait accompli, but we mm. will go through uh, nonetheless, and that is colour. Now, of course, with Mungo Jerry, a silver with some cream and orange to really make mm. his black, soulless eyes pop. Mm. Uh, certainly, Silver is the girl's second best friend here because while 
Uh, Mungo Jerry's efforts in presenting a radiant colour, I still think uh, Helium 3 showed better signs, but we'll get to Helium 3 in a second. And then we get to Stomper. Now, Stomper was black, like the spectre of death that has followed him throughout this competition. Yeah, I, I varied in describing Stomper as off-white, uh, certainly off-white enough that he would be black. Uh, clear signs of mercury poisoning as well, which just shows to go show that this environmental movement really does have something to, 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 to go forward with. Now, as we get to, to uh, our, our champion almost here, I guess almost... Oh, what's this? Sorry, I've, I've just... Andrew? I'm sorry, we've just been handed... Oh, um... The organisers have, have just advised us uh, of the Banned Colours Act of 1954, which clearly states that red, as with any seditious colour, must be rejected on all fronts. It is with a heavy heart that I must, at this time, disqualify Helium-3 no. from this competition, no. as its flaming red scales clearly sow the seeds for communist revolution. This treasonous fish deserves to be cast out by the fin. If it is truly in violation of these codes, and we have them here in front of us, then it is not just a seditious fish, it is not just a treasonous fish, but it's a communist fish. And we cannot have this stand in these showings. Which leads us here, ladies and gentlemen, to in a shock... Shock. ...that the winner of Fisherpalooza 95 is Mungo Jerry with the now late Stomper in second. And what a performance there, I've got to say, for, for, for Stomper to achieve second in the face of oblivion. But I guess you've got to say, what a come-from-behind victory for Mungo Jerry, given that just 40 minutes ago, he wasn't even in the competition. Not only was he not in the competition... He wasn't even in the building. No, he was down the road in a pet store, from what we understand, sitting in a tank that had many divers and uh, buried treasure boxes for, for you to peruse. And now, look at this. 40 minutes later, a champion. Mungo Jerry, a champion. The feel-good story of the week, of the day, of the year, of, of whatever time period. You can't go past Stomper here, who, uh, in his life, managed to achieve... I think we're going to call his death roundabout now. He managed to achieve second place in the uh, most prestigious, most uh, vaunted Fisherpalooza 95 here in the basement of the St. Francis Community Centre in Topeka, Kansas. And I think it's the time now for us here to say to you all a very good day from Topeka, Kansas. I have been Andrew. I have been Thomas. And a good day to you all. Thank you.